Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 27, that's right, 27-something, I don't know, rhyme something with heaven, whatever you want, of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. It is uh, FMI Night's first and only wrestling podcast. I am Sean Hood, joined by Mr. Dave Taylor. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Happy to give me time to finish Taylor before you jump on me like that. He was excited. was excited. He's excited. I'm We're going to do for this year. our year-end awards today because it is the first. It is our first episode of the new year. So we're like, all right, well, let's recap the old year. Why don't we? Yeah. And the world might end tonight with all the snow. <laughs> so let's go ahead. You might be trapped for a day or two. So this will keep you company. You get to hear me and Dave our dulcet, sultry tones. Yeah. Don't do that again. Okay. <laughs> and we <laughs> going to keep you company. Uh, but first, if you want to keep us company, get in contact with us in any way, shape, or form. You can do that by getting in touch with us on uh, you get the Facebook, facebook.com slash ESPR podcast. Uh, is that right? ESPR podcast or just ESPR? Yeah, wait, well, I say ESPR uh, podcast. ESPR podcast, yeah. Uh, Twitter at ESPR99. Uh, you can email us at ESPR at FM99.com. And uh, there was another way. I don't remember what it is. But anyways, well, if you want to listen to us, you know, I said the Facebook. If you want to listen to us, go to FM99.com right there under the media yeah. tab, ESPR. Click it. takes you to our most recent episode, and you can follow that link to our SoundCloud. If you have a podcast app, search us, ESPR. It should be easy to find us. If you have iTunes, please, 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 please give us a review, preferably a five-star one. If it's not going to be five-star, get out of here. Don't even bother at that point. But no, seriously, <laughs> give us a review and write something out. It actually helps. The written reviews actually make a difference. So uh, the more reviews we get, the higher up we go in the standings. And I want to kick the crap out of some of these other so-called wrestling podcasts. Get our names up there and get a ESPR taken off into the stratosphere, baby. The but we did uh, we did talk about how uh, it is the year-end review, and uh, we're going to kind of go over some of the best stuff from the year and maybe a couple of the worst things from the year, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to. We actually came up with more things than we originally had intended, I feel like. And uh, so we got a lot to get to. So we'll, uh, I mean, do we want to address anything that happened on Raw or SmackDown real quick um, before we jump in? You know what? I, I am the Baylor Club or whatever they're doing. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of happy with that. I a am too. Bit they have nothing else for Finn, so. No, they don't. Because, and I'll address that a little bit later on. Yeah. One of my unhappy things for 2017. Oh, unhappy day. Uh, but you know what? Also gives uh, Anderson and Gallows something. Right. Uh, because cause I, they've been kind of like stuck in this, oh, you know, this, this gimmicky this, nerd yeah, gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Where you know, just oh nerds, it's yeah, all they do. Yeah. It's all they do. And uh, I actually kind of dug it when they were when they were with AJ, and it was hashtag beat up John Cena. Like I loved that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. But it's like without AJ and the whole John Cena feud, it just stopped working because it was just nerds yeah. over and over, and it didn't and really work. Talented. And, and oh, they're great. And, and they're I'm like, great. And I don't think like. And, and you and I, I know we're going to have some disagreements on some things where because I don't watch certain things and you watch different things where you see people excel more than right, they right, right. see. He said he's setting up to be schooled later. And, and so I when I when I didn't realize, or I should say I didn't realize, but I know, but I know of them because I've mm-hmm, heard of them mm-hmm. and, I, and I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think the universe. It, maybe it's the way they're presented. Right is is like because they were great in the in the match. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, you know the six man. I mean, what I mean great was they had a chance to look good. Right, no, for sure. Anderson. A lot of people may not be aware of this, but Anderson is one of the best. Like as they would call it. I mean, I'm please forgive me if you are a wrestler by chance. Don't knock me for using this word. Uh, one of my best friends in the world is a wrestler. I've heard him use it a million times, so it just sticks in my head. He's one of the best hands in the ring. You're gonna find Anderson is uh, the dude is a world class wrestler. He just is, at the moment, stuck in kind of a corny gimmick in yeah. this tag team. If they, if they were really allowed to be who they are as far as a tag team like they were in New Japan, they'd be setting the tag team division on fire right now. Um, don't get me wrong. They were they were goofy sometimes in Japan, too. They had their funny moments. There's a funny video I still love to this day um, where AJ was there with them, too, when they were in the Bullet Club. And uh, you can find the video. Just look it up real quick. It's them, and uh, it involves Mike uh, Mike Bennett, who's Canellis in yeah, WWE, yeah, yep. and Maria Canellis. And it's a great scene where she's up on the apron being all like cute and sexy, and Anderson is just like, <laughs> like and AJ comes over, starts yelling at him, and Anderson grabs his face and turns it towards her, and AJ goes, <laughs> and then and Gallows gets in, and he's yelling at both of them yeah. to get their heads in the game. And they're like, but look at her, but look at her. And he turns around like he's going to hit her, and they both stop her. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's pretty great. Um, so they can be fun while also being like, it's similar to New Day. Yes. They can be fun while also being a legitimate threat. So if they had a little more time to work uh, with, with what they have 
and a little more focus, I feel like they'd be yeah. better. I mean, they didn't win the tag titles. They did beat the bar early you the know, bar. last year. But 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 it never felt like they were fully like given, like, you, you need to take these guys seriously kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, and maybe that will come over time because we have seen some tag teams, which we'll talk about. Yeah, for sure. a great resurgence this year. Yeah, yep. An amazing resurgence last year. It's wow. been pretty great. It's been pretty great. Um, other than that, from Raw and SmackDown, uh, Raw was kind of meh. There wasn't a lot to Raw. Well, really you enjoyed. Had a very long Samoa Joe Roman Reigns match. Well, that was pretty it was good. long. It was good. You know the match was good. My problem is this: I have such an easier time enjoying SmackDown than I do Raw sometimes, because Raw is such a marathon. It's three hours and change every single it, that week. Is tough. And if you're only entertaining me for maybe a third of it, then the overall show feels like a bust. You know. Um, whereas in SmackDown, if you're only entertaining me for an hour out of that, it's half the show. It feels like more success. We we have getting longer TV matches now in the last uh, couple of months, and yeah, I, we I, have. And the Jordan Jason Jordan uh, Cesaro that match was good. Was, that, that was good. Was good. Jason Jordan Cesaro was good. Yeah, I agree. And, and it's it's eventually when are they gonna you know I mean it's gonna you gotta build it up obviously because you yeah. need because it needs to be repeated ad nauseum so that way enough of the audience is gonna see and go okay well something eventually is gonna happen with him and I will I will say the end of the show irritated me with Brock Lesnar and Kane and the pull apart brawl. Not be first of all. There's just too many pull apart brawls with Brock Lesnar. Like it seems like every feud he gets into, we're doing a pull apart brawl to try and make yeah, it seem me. Usually be going into the pay per view, yeah, yeah. And but this is weeks before. This is weeks <laughs> before. And um, don't get me wrong, I don't have a problem with that idea. But you got to spice it up sometimes. And we this one I thought was the perfect opportunity. And maybe they're going to go there again before the Rumble. It's entirely possible. But I feel like you do too much, and then you've really kind of run out of ideas. Um, I would have liked to have seen them pull apart brawl, whatever. The guys that are all out there, get them separated and everything. And while they're all struggling to hold them back, all of a sudden you hear, you know what I mean? And everybody, all everybody, the guys holding Kane and, and Brock Lesnar and everybody just look up at the ramp and go, oh, crap, you know? And Braun just comes out. And then it becomes the three of them just throwing people around yeah. looking like monsters, taking apart the roster. You know what I mean? They don't have to get necessarily all physical with each other for that to work. The show can end with them just destroying the roster because they're trying to keep them apart. I, I, well, I, it would I have think, been more exciting, and it would well, have freshened it well, up. Well, I mean, because, I think because it was Kane. I mean, I'm happy for Kane for the fact that because I, I, I got a feeling this 2018 has got to be his last. Yeah, I think around. so too. He's getting he's he's gotten slower. Um, he's not quite the big red machine he used to be. <laughs> well, it's, it's a little weird too because you know because they don't do pyro anymore. And yeah, not so much. And if all the guys that don't have pyro, like he's the one that like 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 it, that it mm. helped his gimmick. To I remember <laughs> when he'll still do it in the ring occasionally. But there's no pyro anymore though. Well, every once in a while there is. Still now, I, every, every maybe, once, maybe, every maybe. great once in a while, it's not regular anymore. Okay, maybe every maybe. great once in a while you'll see some pyro, and so I wouldn't be surprised if at the rumble he gets pyro on the on the uh, apron on the, paper, on, the yeah. on the corners. Yeah, you know what corners, I mean? Yeah, but. Um, he doesn't get the opening pyro like he used to, which cued his music, which yeah. I loved. I one of the again one of the best videos you're ever gonna find. Go back. It's Jonathan Coachman gets scared by Kane's pyro <laughs> because he's sitting there with his feet up on the table. Back when they were up at the rampway, it was King, Jr. and Col- Coach. Yeah. I think it was the announced team, and he's got his feet up on the table and he's kicked back or whatever. And all of a sudden, the pyro goes off and Coach screams like <laughs> like just incredibly effeminately and flips over and falls off the broadca- broadcast area there they're at. And it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen on Monday Night Raw. Um, regardless, I do agree it hurts him a little bit. It's just like when all of a sudden it just – I hate when they fake pyro, when they play the sound of it yeah, and there's yeah. no pyro. And you're like, screw you. Screw you. But again, Raw was okay. It wasn't anything amazing. You know, the kind of – I feel like they're in a long stretch here. They're going to kind of spin their wheels a little bit till they get to the, closer to the rumble. Yeah. And well, Yeah, that – I mean, uh, well, you had Asuka and uh, – in the match Alexa. With, with Alexa, which, which I, I still feel like was the wrong call. I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't feel like they should have had them against each other. No. And even if they did, I feel like you, you want to create the doubt that you want, you want to make it seem like Oscar's this monster you've been portraying her as this unstoppable, un, unbeatable woman. She should have walked out there and like Bliss should have either not been paying, like give her a reason. She wasn't paying yeah. attention. She yeah. was underestimating her. Maybe she's talking a lot of trash, trying to get in Oscar's head. That's the way they can paint it. And she's focusing too hard on that. And Oscar just, I mean, runs right over her. And then you say, "Oh God, all right, Bliss is in a lot of trouble. Come Royal Rumble, and you know it's you know that way it gives." And, and well, see, I'm a little torn on that because because I, I I like Alyssa uh, Alexa to look good, right? But you know, but but you do have this person that you Oscar that you want to make look incredible, yeah. And, yeah. and you can't because that's what happened when Emma was like too competitive. And you're like, yeah. well, okay, what are they doing here? Well, because the, the main but, thing here but is Alexa is you know higher up than Emma. The main thing we're here is we didn't need a match from them. We no, don't we need didn't. a match because. 
this was Asuka's going to be in the Royal Rumble. It's yeah. not like she's challenging for the title at the Rumble. So why? Yeah, or have them in the tag match against each other. And then what would have made it even better is like have well, Absolution run in, and then that way, like, there's no winner. And even if you have, but even if you have Asuka run over her in this match real quick, I mean, again, it can be a holy crap, a shock finish. You know yeah. what I mean? She didn't lose the title, and it's something like it's a wake up call for Bliss. Like, I need to take this girl serious, or I need to do everything I can to keep her from winning the Rumble or something. Yeah. Like, because I I'm not ready for Asuka, because that's the thing. Nobody's ready for no, Asuka. No. Um. You know, so it was, eh. Um, SmackDown was was fine. SmackDown was fine. The tag uh, match was good. Tag and, match was good. And, and the match with uh, Xavier Woods. Xavier and, 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 uh, and Aiden English was good. And um, then uh, the the main event was good. Sami Zayn and AJ Styles was a good yeah, match. Yeah. And I, I am still I am still somewhat enjoying that whole storyline. It's not it's not the best thing they've ever done, but it's grown on me as it's gone on. What what's what frustrates me with it at times is is that because of what's going on, it takes away from the actual match. Yeah, it times, does a lot. Because, this is a cause, lot of because because you have Sami Zayn and AJ Styles in a match, and then yeah. you, but you get too gimmicky. And I shouldn't say gimmicky, but uh, too too much storyline going on, on the outside that takes away from what they're doing in the ring. It can, yeah, it can. Um, the difference is with this whole storyline, it's all about the fact you've got this outside interference from Sami and Kevin, and but you know what I mean. So it kind of makes sense that a lot of the focus happens around there, and these guys are all tools in the storyline they're telling between Shane and. Uh, Shane and Daniel uh, Bryan. Bryan, which I still maintain is leading to Daniel Bryan wrestling Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Sue me, that's what I think is going to happen. Um, in any event, and last night might have been the most heelish Daniel Bryan's been so far, simply because I feel like Shane McMahon had a good reason to throw Kevin Owens out. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, fine, you leave with him. And Shane's like, what? And then after the match, AJ, clearly venting frustration about them just making it his life hard, says, why don't you just make both of them happy and put me in a handicap match with them? Daniel Bryan, that's it. At the Royal Rumble, it'll be AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a handicap match. And you're like, what? What? Yeah. Like, now it seems like Daniel Bryan's being a heel. But he's not. He's being a good, he's being like Mr. Yes Man about it. What? It, I, I, maybe that's the, where this is going to go. Because well, who's going to boot Daniel Bryan? I mean, da- yeah. I mean, Daniel's going to have to like run Ma- over small children in the car or something. Maybe you know, Daniel to, to get booed or something. Maybe you know? Daniel has a motive here. Like he knows that when it comes right down to it, Kevin and Sammy won't be able to decide. Oh, well, you just pin him or you pin him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not a triple threat. It's not any guy no, can get no. the pin on anybody. One of them has to pin AJ, which means they have to make a decision about who that's going to be. And maybe Daniel Bryan will explain later. I knew that they wouldn't be able to coexist. Like when it came right down to it, Sammy. He's not going to let Kevin pin him, and pin, no. Kevin's not going to let Sammy pin him. So that gives AJ an advantage there. And let's please not do the angle where both pin AJ and then and they have to share the belt or something. Please don't. This I'm mad you put, the, I'm mad you put that, that out in the world because <laughs> I wasn't even thinking it. And now I swear somebody's thinking it, and it's going to end up happening, and I'm going to hate you. I'm going <laughs> to hate you. Um, I will say this, though. But it could happen. If there's anybody who could make that entertaining, it might be Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn. When well, they have to share the belt. Yeah, I mean, if anything, like Owens and, and Jericho's friendship, uh, you know, it's it's maybe similar this way. But but you know, but but Sammy never really had a chance to get his personality out there and getting his butt kicked Not from much, last yeah. year until he became a heel. And now he's doing more. And it's like, oh, I didn't know he had that part in him. I knew he could put on a great match, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that was the thing that like was frustrating last night with the lingle thing was. Yeah, it's, it's those guys wrestling. I agree. So we'll go ahead and move on, I guess, and we'll get right into the meat of this episode, which is, uh, I feel like you, we should have some kind of uh, award show music uh, okay. right here. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, well, I got real you music. Can, oh, you can do it later, you know, just, you know, the magic of editing. Yes. Um, go ahead and do that. And uh, these are our ESPR awards, year-end awards for uh, the WWE. Again, it's going to exclusively give me the WWE. You never know. We might branch off a little later on with all this sort of stuff. But for this year, kind of as we're trying to get this thing going and build it up and everything, central focus. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So WWE seems like the right place to start. So we will start this whole thing off. You know what? Let's start at the other end. I was going to say. Bye, let, I like that. I, let's not start with wrestler yeah, and all that. Yeah. Let's start at the other end. Let's start with feud of the year. Let's start with Feud of the Year. How do you feel about that? Oh, you know what? Yeah, we'll start with Feud of the Year. We'll go with that. Yeah. Feud of the Year. Um, we had a lot of stuff we talked about here. Uh, one of the ones I threw out there right away was from NXT. It was Velveteen Dream and Aleister Black. To me, the best done feud all year. It was amazing. Might have been the best done feud in a long time. It was amazingly well done. It was simple. It was effective. It was about respect. It was about... The things that you expect it to be between at, like competitors, you know, well, it, it is tough in those kind of feuds where you have a guy that wants respect 
where he doesn't win. Yeah, but he gets that respect from a guy. He has to be able to go out there and deliver. Where, where, because you, you don't always get that. Where I want the respect, and then the guy's still going to beat him. And yeah, but they well, did a great job with that. It's so funny. They often save those kind of storylines now for like babyface versus babyface. Yeah, which. Eh, you know, but this work dream was was strive. I mean, his whole goal was to get Alistair Black to acknowledge him and to respect him, you know, and to say his name. And, 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 yeah, and you know, he lost the match, but it was an amazing match. It was fantastic. This this goes back God, like 15 years when like when the Hardys. No, were, no, like, I, think, the I think Velve, I was going to say, I think Velveteen <laughs> Dream was only like, you know, nine no, at the time. Well, or something. No, I was talking about like when the Undertaker, like the Hardys were trying, were trying to get up to that level and then fighting yeah, with like yeah. Triple H and then the Undertaker and they had the great Undertaker match. Oh, the, uh, the Jeff, Jeff Hardy, Hardy ladder match. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was yeah. really good. And what's funny is you go back and watch it and the match itself is pretty good, but it's the story that makes it great. Yeah. Yeah. It's the story that makes it. And great. I think that's what helped with this feud. Because, I agree because you, you don't see that respect angle worked with these guys. But this match was also great. Yeah, I mean the match itself was just freaking awesome. Even outside of the storyline, great match. I hope when Valentin does come to the WWE that they that they don't change this up. I hope they don't too, but I'm worried. Like it could go too far, also, and it could all because he's actually kind of gotten away from the flamboyance of the character and more focused on being him. Just with that little bit of flavor. Well, I think it's the maturity of yeah, the character. That, now that's that what I'm saying. And I'm afraid that it. when he gets to the main roster, we'll lose that. You know, we'll lose the maturity and go back to, oh, no, now I have to be the cartoon character. But, but there is nobody like flamboyant right now. And, and No, but that's my point is yeah, a little yeah. flamboyance make goes a long way yeah. since there are no really flamboyant characters anymore. Yeah. Um, another one we threw out there was, to be perfectly honest, Braun versus everybody. All year long, Braun, it didn't matter who he was out there with and, and feuding with or whatever, people were pumped. Braun was was the guy that everybody wanted to see in 2017. The matches with Roman Reigns in particular were, yeah. were, were great. The, but, I mean, even his squash match. matches, even his, his his stuff with Kane, his stuff with oh, Big yeah, Show, his yeah. stuff with, oh, I mean. Like the, the Big Show match, the cage match. The, right. I mean, the other match where it's like, you got that out of the Big Show? When he was yeah. chasing down the Miz in the Miz Mizdurage. When he, <laughs> I mean, like, he was just awesome all year long and so every feud he was in felt like a i gotta watch this feud um another feud that was amazing this year usos in the new day yeah their matches the rap battle dude the <laughs> rap battle was amazing amazing one of the best not wrestling moments of the year and i thought for sure that was gonna stink the place up i thought it was gonna be <laughs> yeah. terrible i hate yeah. segments like that most of the time and they killed it although i still maintain the usos won well, yeah. Usos won now, that the edited battle. version, the New Day win, but the unedited version. Yeah, the unedited <laughs> version, the Usos win hand, hands down. Yeah. Day one ish, right X- there. X rated. Uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was adult content. <laughs> but uh, feud of the year is going to go to, drum roll, please. Oh, terrible effects. Yeah. We have effects. <laughs> Why do we fake effects? Uh, Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Look, uh, th- for a long time, for several months, this was the feud in WWE, and these guys could not get enough of each other. Braun, I'm not finished with you. The oh, oh, that was a battle cry for so long. People were yelling it everywhere. People were excited. It was, I mean, Braun, Braun himself made that feud, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I, I think but, what 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 it got off to a rough start because it was fast lane when when uh, think so. Reigns pinned him, and they were like, "What?" Yeah. And then, but then, but then after WrestleMania, and he came back. Yeah. And, and, uh, but they showed like a wow. willingness to. It wasn't just I'm going to come out and cut a promo. I'm going to no. He kills people is what he yeah, does. Yeah. That's how he gets. That's how he gets his mojo. His mojo back. He's like, "Oh, I lost. Okay, don't care. I'm going to kill you." Yeah. Um, and, and then Reigns <laughs> trying to kill him with the uh, the ambulance, and then him Dude, getting out. <laughs> and that's the thing. By the end of that feud, which I'm sure it's never going to be the end. To me, this is like same level of like Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Austin Rock. It's these two are destined to do this yeah. forever, as long as they're both in WWE. They're going to be a constant against each other. And, and, and yeah, and I see that happening sometime this year. Yeah, but you know, but you bring it back every once in a while when it when it's appropriate yeah, you know? because it'll have that leg those legs that it's it's built after all this time. But again, by the time it got to the end of what we've seen so far, it felt like a blood feud. Yeah, it has been so long since an actual feud in the WWE felt like that. Like really had those kind of stakes where you felt that aggression, that anger, that 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 hatred for each other. And I was like, you know what, I'm into it, and, and that helped me. That helped sell me on a lot of Roman this year. Yeah, yeah. Because that, I was I was pretty rough on Roman when the year started. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still didn't hate the guy, 
but I was rough on a lot of stuff he was doing. And Braun helped me kind of. Braun, the Braun feud really helped kind of turn it around for me. It, it did help. Like this feud had what I wish like the Jericho Kevin Owens feud had. Yeah, because like, because that like that was the part that was missing where. Like these guys hated each other. Oh, for sure. And and, and even like the the the, the four the fatal four way at SummerSlam and stuff. And ah, uh, you know. No, I'm with you. It, it's going to be fun in 2018 if they meet up again. And say like if Reigns beats Brock at uh, WrestleMania, then yeah, I mean you whatever. Know, you know, yeah, that's that that is what it is when it happens. Yeah, if it happens. Yeah. Um, up next we have the ESPR award for the best pay per view of the year. And, you know, we had to do a little research on this one because Dave initially brought it up. He's like, I you know, feel like it should be SummerSlam. And I was like, I, SummerSlam had some good stuff. I remember that. And then we went back and we looked at SummerSlam <laughs> and we were like, oh, no, oh, it is not no. SummerSlam. Forgot about it some of those things. It is not. Like, first of all, I'll tell you what. We read one phrase that decided we literally, as soon as we <laughs> saw the phrase, we were like, nope, it's not SummerSlam. Shark Cage. Yeah. As soon as we read those words, we were like, and it's not SummerSlam. Like, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah. So, and then we started doing a little digging, started looking around at some other stuff, uh, comparing some other rankings and some, and some scores and blah, 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 blah. And we ended up on the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble ended up being, I mean, a hell of a show. Absolutely. Two great title matches. Yeah. Between uh, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Right. It, was, it was a great match. Yeah. yeah. And then you had, I mean, of course, AJ Styles. John Cena. Yeah. Oh, man. I oh, mean, the, the great the man. Kickouts of the the Royal Rumble itself was good because for the first time in a long time, I didn't feel like I knew right away who was going to win. I, I, I did not see the Orton thing. I mean, because I was thinking of the storyline where this right. was going to go. Um, right. So I, I was shocked because I thought maybe, oh, Jericho's going to do this. He's going he's gonna to fight Owens. This is going to be great. And then, you know, obviously they had the, you know, but it was great. It was a good. It was a and good don't get me wrong. Game. I didn't love that result. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it was nice not knowing. Yeah. And they trolled us. Yeah, Roman Reigns number thirty because yeah, it was like, did. oh man, the, the yeah. response was. But they knew what they were doing. Hundred percent, they knew what they were yeah. doing. Um, it was one of those things where the show overall had a lot of great stuff on it. There was so I can't even really think of anything negative on it. To be perfectly no, even honest, was it Bailey and Charlotte fought? For the, the yeah, first the opener time? was yeah. good. Yeah. That was good. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it was a barn burner, but it was good. Yeah. You know, um, and wasn't there a tag team action on there too? That was where um, it might have been a pre-show, but the bar and then fighting uh, Gallus and Anderson. Was that that one? I think, uh, yeah, but I'm trying to remember if that was, I think it was pre-show. It might have been. Hold on, I'm pulling up the Royal Rumble 2017 card. We, we, you think we'd already done with. And in all actuality, we did do this a while ago, but now I've gotten, we've talked about so many different there's things. so many pay-per-views now. It's not like yeah. there's like, you know, just four where you can go, oh, these matches happened in this order, and I can tell you who got eliminated and when. But, I do have a friend who's capable of that, and I hate I, I can with the I early ones. With the early ones, because I watched them ad nauseum. You know, uh, the preliminary matches, Charlotte Flair and Bailey. Uh, you had Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Uh, Rich Swan and Neville. That's right. Neville became the king of the yeah, cruiserweights. That's, right. that's when yes. that started, yes. and that was amazing, of course. He had a good year. So, I mean, how could you not like that, right? Uh, and, yeah, you were right. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson was there. So, was I mean, that a pre-show? Was that, that was a pre-show match. Okay, okay. So, and, uh, yeah, and, I mean, again, it was just it was overall, top to bottom, a great show. Yeah. Um, so, my money... That was main event, uh, or that was pay per view of the year. Absolutely, there were some other good ones. My, I wanted to give some honorable mentions to uh, NXT events because there were some amazing ones. Of those too. Dave hasn't seen them, so it didn't seem fair to make him pick an NXT event. I know some of you out there probably being like, "Oh, NXT Takeover, blah blah blah, was so much better." It was. I agree with you, but Dave hasn't seen them. Not uh, all of them. I did see the War Games one. So. War Games was great. War Games was great. Um, Takeover three in Brooklyn was amazing. Probably the best one of the year. Um, it was Asuka's last match, and she, uh, I think she she took on Ember Moon, and she won that. And she went out undefeated. You had uh, the debut of the Undisputed Era with Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. Uh, so they all got involved. You had the, the, the crazy tag team match between Sanity and the Authors of Pain. And um, that was that was. In, that was literally insane. I didn't watch that match. It was so crazy. And, I mean, you also had the 15-minute uh, match between Andrade Cien Almas, who is now the current champion, yeah. and Johnny Gargano, which was an amazing match as well. I mean, there was just tons of great stuff in this. This was SummerSlam weekend. They blew SummerSlam out of the water. That's all I'm saying. There was other great stuff. TakeOver Chicago was also really great. Uh, I mean, you had tons of good things there. Um, on uh, Was it TakeOver Chicago? It might have been TakeOver Chicago that had uh, Hideo Itami and Aleister Black. That was a really good match. It was the first one I'd seen. No, you know what? That was Bobby Roode defending against Hideo Tommy. That's what it was when he was still the NXT yeah, champion. Yeah. That's right. And that was a great match, too. That was a great match, too. War Games had Velveteen Dream versus Alistair Black. Yeah, it had the War Games match, match, which was amazing. 
um, NXT uh, Andrade Cien Almas became champion there. I mean, like it, well, there was did, a lot of good stuff because that, that's where Drew got. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah, but it was almost, a great yeah. match. They finished the match and it was awesome. Yeah, so tons of great stuff. Um, NXT developed uh, delivered a hell of a year. I'm going to do my best to get make Dave watch more next year to uh, so that next year we have a little more of a fair assessment at that point because Dave, you're slacking. I am. I am. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to cough into the microphone. That would be unprofessional. So I'm just yeah. going to tell you about how I coughed off microphone. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like we said, the Royal Rumble ends up winning pay-per-view of the year for us. Now, match of the year. That's up next. And we've actually already discussed our match of the year. Yep. It's already come up. But, I mean, you know, it's it's worth bringing up again. Yeah. Um, do you want to touch on some of the other ones first? Um, well, yeah, the the uh, two from SummerSlam I like. This is the best two parts about SummerSlam. 100%. The, uh, the, uh, the opening uh, tag match, it's the opening tag match, the pre-show tag match between the Usos and the New Day. It was great. Oh, my gosh. They, they, they said, okay, you want to put us in the pre-show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, follow this show. Yeah, because they haven't been on the pre-show after that. And then the match that closed the show, the Fatal 4-Way, Samoa the, Joe, Reigns, Brock. And might have been one of the best Brock. Fatal 4-Ways I've ever seen. It was so well done. And for people who complain about you know Brock Lesnar wrestling, what, only a handful of times here. Yeah. He, the match is, he was outstanding in the match. The dude going through a table, you know, twice. Oh, yeah. He, you know. he took some bumps. <laughs> he took some bumps. He took some bumps. Yeah. And then, I mean, not only that, I mean, every match he's in, there are very few matches I point to and go, mm. you know what I mean? At the, they may not all be five-star matches, but they're almost all what they need to be. Almost all of them. There are little things I can nitpick here and there. Like, I didn't love the finish of the Samoa Joe or the Braun Strowman match, but I liked them before that finish moment. Those, right? are, I, I, those are enjoyable matches. His match with Goldberg at WrestleMania. Not a five-star match. No. But a, for what it needed to be, a great match. His it, match with AJ Styles, for what it was supposed Putting those two together, it's pretty much exactly what I expected and what I wanted from them. So, I mean, Brock... He delivers when he's there. Yes. That's the thing, you know? I, I can't get mad at the guy when he's delivering. Yeah, yeah. He, he's definitely showing up to work. Yeah. And uh, and that, that match was great. Um, you know, you know, it was too quick, but the ladder match at WrestleMania, yep. you know, with, yep. the tag, with the Hardys coming back. Was, that was fun. Um, that was a lot of fun. You, you know, that was good. I feel um, like that one, I mean, it was exciting. It was exciting. It was exciting. It, and it, had, it, was, it had the reunion, mo- the, the, the moment of the Hardy surprising yeah, everybody. Yeah, I, I think that just kind of added more to it. I mean, it wasn't yeah, like, for it sure. wasn't a five-star match, but it was no. like, oh, wow. But you got drawn into it because they came back. Oh, for sure. You want to talk five-star matches, and I know you didn't get to see this, but I'm going to bring up two matches, actually. One in part one and part two, basically. Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate uh, on NXT. One of them was at NXT TakeOver Chicago when uh, Dunn took on Bate for the UK Championship. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say that that's the one where... It might have been the one where Dunn won the title from Bate, or okay. or it was the finish to the tournament. I can't remember, but either way, I remember watching the match and it was amazing. Uh, but they had more recently a a match that now I can remember more clearly, where it was a rematch between the two, uh, Dunn taking on Bate, and uh, Dunn was the champion. It just happened like a week or two until or two ago on NXT. Seriously, if you can find it, go out of your way to watch it. It's like a twenty five or thirty minute long match, and it is. Amazing! It is one of the best matches you're going to see all year. It is absolutely a contender for match of the year. It is fantastic, especially if you dig that European style of wrestling, that William Regal style of wrestling, and they mix in other stuff too. But if you really like that chain wrestling and that real kind of grind them into the ground yeah. and really painful looking stuff, that mm, this match is the match for you. You need to see it. Um, those two guys, huge bright futures ahead of them in this company. Uh, one other SummerSlam match, the other highlight. I forget the new day, not the new day. Uh, the bar, oh, and yeah. the Shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the beach ball. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, you also this year we had the Demon Finn Balor versus AJ Styles at oh, Latitude Great Ladder match. Great, great match. match. Uh, NXT Takeover Orlando. There was the Authors of Pain versus DIY versus the Revival. Great tag team title match over there. Um, Big Show and Braun Strowman on Raw. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was an amazing. That was great. One of Big Show's best matches in the last couple of years. Outstanding. Easily, yeah. easily one of the best matches in the last couple of years yeah. for him. It might be one of his top ten matches. Yeah, yeah. And then they did it again with the cage match, which is pretty good until you know until they went the uh, the, the finish. But uh, but he he really matched up because usually the big guy versus big guy match. You're just like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, but but. Man, it worked. And I am going to go back to Aleister Black and Velveteen Dream. The whole match, just beginning to end, was was done so perfectly. Uh, there was the NXT War Games match, which was, I mean, go watch it, it if you have. The, the, it's I, a see, train wreck. I didn't wreck. see that one. It, it is. is a train wreck. Don't get me wrong. This is not a, a, a you know, scientific affair. 
This is not, you know, this is a train wreck of a match, but it is a beautiful train wreck of a match to watch. It is so much fun. And I tell you what, Killian Dane came out of that looking like a million bucks. Yes, yeah. I, I have hope for for sanity. Yeah, uh, that, oh, that, me too. That, that group. I, and, and please, please, please let them let them be, you know, let them, let them stay the same. Um, I, what, what was different about that match for me compared to other war games is the fact that there was no top. Right, yeah. So, they I, did, so, so I knew they at some point, that, yeah. like, you know, somebody's going to jump off the well, top. And of I the mean, cage. Roman Reigns, or not Roman Reigns, I'm looking at a picture of him, sorry. Triple H, because, you know, I just have screens over the Roman Reigns because he's so dreamy. Uh, <laughs> Triple H said as much before the pay per view or before the special, because I guess that's what they are, um, that they were removing the top of the cage because you've got to kind of update with the times and the style of wrestling we have now. It's just, you know, you've got to give those guys that kind of freedom yeah. to move and do stuff. He was like, it's just it's just smart in the long run. And it didn't affect my enjoyment of the match at all. I don't care there was no top. Yeah, yeah. You it, know, it doesn't it, matter it, to me at all. And it's where it's seen this where times have changed where there's cameras in the ring. Yeah. I did like it when they said, they specifically said that if you escape the cage, your team forfeits. Yeah, I like did you like lose. that, yeah. So there was incentive for people to stay in the ring. It's not like they're just going to run away. You know, and in the one event that somebody ever actually does escape the cage, it can be a big storytelling point. You know, yeah. the team can be furious with the person for doing that, and it can be a big thing if they ever do this again. I hope they do. Well, that was the one guy that was on the team. Um, I, I thought maybe he was going to that. went up that. top? Uh, no, that was going to climb out maybe to cost his team the match. Are, are, are you we talking sure? about the one who actually did? Because no. Adam Cole went up there to begin with, yeah. yeah. But 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 yeah. But who's his, who's partners? Didn't he have the, uh, Kyle uh, O'Reilly and Bobby Fish? Yeah, because but with. maybe because he couldn't like take him like their teamwork seriously or whatever. Right. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that maybe. But I mean, hey, they ended up winning the whole damn thing. Yeah. So I mean, good for them. Yep. I mean, that was great. Uh, you want to point to some other stuff? There was we said Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens from Royal Rumble was great. It was Roman yeah. Reigns and Cesaro from Raw back in the beginning of 2017 was great for the IC title. Um, the number of New Day Uso matches were great, uh, not just the SummerSlam one, but they had other matches that were. The one that like kind of freaked me out a little bit was um, was Hell in the Cell, uh, right? Because that was a bit extreme when when Xavier Woods was hanging on the ring post and <laughs> beat the crap out of him with the kendo sticks, right? That oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I said the beginning of 2017. I meant the end of 2017. I got my dates mixed up. I was like, because I'm, as I'm reading it, I'm like, wait a minute. He didn't have the IC title at the beginning of 2017. No. Yeah, it was right before the end. It was just literally a few weeks ago um, where they did a great job. Uh, you had the triple threat United States match, the United States title match, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I'm sorry, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, and uh, Chris Jericho. That was awesome. I mean, there was just great stuff all year round. Yeah. I mean, they're really if, you, if you're one of those people who whines and complains and says it's all stupid and there's nothing you enjoy – I feel sorry for you because there were some really good matches this year. There was. You know, and yes, there's dumb crap you got to get through. And a lot of times the dumb crap outweighs the good crap. There's way more of it, you know. But look, there was some great stuff if you were willing to actually look for it and give it, invest your time a little bit. Forget the Elimination Chamber match, too. That was good. That was good, too. That was really good. SmackDown one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. So we um, but again, match of, the year? match of the year, I don't even know if we actually said <laughs> no, it. we haven't. John Cena versus AJ Styles from the Royal Rumble. It was their their third encounter. Yes. And it was the best. Yeah. It was, it was the, just the best. It was so good. A lot of drama in the match. Uh, yep. Them kicking out the finishers. Um, Line all you want about John Cena tying Ric Flair's record, I don't care. It was still amazing. The match was fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah. With two of, uh, no doubt saying this, two of the absolute best to ever Step inside of a wrestling ring. Yeah. Knock John Cena all you want for not liking his character or for becoming stale or whatever you want. The dude is one of the best wrestlers, and he's hands down at least one of the top three all-time main eventers yeah, in WWE yeah. history. And the fact that he's been doing it for so long. Yeah, and that's the thing that people don't take into account. Austin's run at the top lasted, what, four years? Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. And he was gone for almost a year with yeah. the, the next uh, yeah. injury. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you take these guys, and once they hit that main event status, and really, first of all, all of them develop a pattern once they get to the main event. Yep. But secondly, you take a look at how long some of these guys were doing it. Undertaker's about the only other guy who was doing it as long as John Cena. You know, and even he, after a while, I mean, granted, he did it for a very long time. Yeah. Like, but after a while, he had to dial it back and become a little more part-time. And, you know what I mean? Shawn Michaels, I mean, his run at the top didn't last forever. You know, he was there for a couple of, for a few years, then he was gone for several years. But he was he was around. I mean, a long time before he got to the, you know him and Bret Hart before he was got around to the main for event a long status. time. But he didn't make it to the main event status until ninety five six. He, well, yeah, the first time he headlined a pay per view was the Survivor Series ninety two against Bret Hart. Right. But then, but yeah, then there was a couple of years later when he the Boyhood when Dream. We say, you know, when we say WrestleMania. Yeah, when, when we say main event. I mean, like he did main event, but he was not at that time a main event. No, no, he was still uh, he was still part of. Wasn't he still the Rockers then? 
No, because oh, no, no, that's right. They, they split, split up. Right. They split up the year everything. before, and then it was you know a couple years ago after that. You know he uh, Dave is my uh, archivist. The, the uh, headline of WrestleMania 11 with right. the match against Diesel, which right. was really that's, good. No, it wasn't that great, but I feel like that's where he started to make yeah, that ascension to the top. Then became a good guy, and then yeah. eventually, you know, um, yeah, WrestleMania 12 with the uh, the other you know, match against uh, Bret Hart for an hour, and then then he lost his smile. Oh, which is a nice way of saying he didn't want to lose the title. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but again, John Cena, AJ Styles, match of the year. Can't yeah. say enough good things about him. If you haven't, it was Royal Rumble. Go back and watch it on the WWE Network. Only nine ninety nine a month. There's your plug, WWE. Come on. Yeah. Actually, you know what's funny is everybody brings up it's nine ninety nine a month. I feel like we're all just trained to at this point. Yeah, because we've says- we've heard it said every single time we yeah. watch wrestling when they bring up the network, like it's nine ninety nine a month, and you're like, now it's just built into you. At this point, they don't give us anything. They don't do, you know, we should specify that. We're not getting anything no, out no, of that. No, we just no, brought it up because a... we use it and we love it. Yeah. 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 And we pay nine ninety nine a month. I pay nine ninety nine a month. So we just to make sure we don't get any kind of trouble for yeah. that. Um, after that, we are going to talk about the tag team of the year. And I think tag team of the year, there was only one team, that the first team that came to my mind. When it came time to discuss tag team of the year, and there were some great teams that I thought about, but the first one that came to my mind was the best. Yeah, and I mean, like we're talking, like there were great teams this year. The bar, I mean, the bar. Who, who would have thought? Yeah, like, like in January, like they would be what they're doing right What's now. What's so funny is I remember I used to do a wrestling podcast, and I talked about putting Sheamus <laughs> in a tag team. I was like, put him in a tag team with somebody else who's really physical, and like, like let them be bruisers. And like, hey, guess what? That's what they did, and it's working great. Now I'm not saying that's like I'm not calling myself Nostradamus or anything. I'm just saying. I love that that actually worked out for him. Yes, he's a likable guy, but there was like never like anything for him that you're like, oh, I can get behind this. Well, and they that, really, and now you can. They messed up his 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 main event spot. I mean, first of all, he was he was too high, too fast, too too big, too fast is what happened to him. And then on top of that, during the whole Nexus thing, they they ruined his character when look, the Nexus showed up. Strong at all when they when they ruined his character when the Nexus showed up and he ran from them. When he ran from them, I was like, and he's dead. Yeah. I was like, that you have now effectively killed that character. Um, luckily, he's rebounded great from that. You know, He's doing great. I mean, The Bar is one of the most entertaining acts every single week, and they're putting on amazing matches. I think what didn't help me there was when he beat Daniel Bryan in like like 13 seconds. Loved it. Loved it. But, you know, Loved you know, Because he thought, it. oh, this is going to get Sheamus up. And you know what? No, it, it did every, it did the opposite. You know, yeah. it, it put Bryan up, and then it put Sheamus down. because I loved it because I loved how angry everybody got. It made me laugh so hard because I there were so many people who were just 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 so so hell bent against this finish. They wanted Daniel Bryan to win. They damn sure didn't want him to lose in thirteen seconds. Well, I would have been you know fine if he lost in a competitive match. See, but he didn't need to because again, this is how you, the gut reactions sometimes are the worst ones. Because as that went on. That made sense for the story they were telling with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but you, that was not the story they had in mind. With when I see, I, how do you know that? How do you know that? You don't because it all went together as the thing went on. So I mean, like again, I think it all makes sense. It's just your gut reaction sometimes is 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 I. And you're supposed to have that. I'm sure they wanted you to be like, what the? F-? You know what I mean? But the thing is, later you got to look at it through that perspective and say, but it worked out. You know? Well, yeah. It- because of certain well. things with CM Punk not being there. And well, that, the, else, that's but. a big difference in time, buddy. We're not. That's not the same time frame. I'm talking about around that time when Daniel Bryan became. Well, that was when the Yes Movement was going on, and to a degree, yeah, it was when the Yes Movement. Yeah, but he was yeah. he was the heel at the time, and yeah, you know, yeah. And again, great, by the way, it led great. it led to better things from him. Then you know what I mean. He got he let it led to more from Daniel Bryan in that heel persona and evolved his character from there. And the team Hell No. Yeah, I mean there was great stuff. It. There was great stuff from there. So I'm and again. The bar was awesome. I mean, Cesaro. I wish he wasn't relegated to a tag team. I wish he could be taken. I mean, now that his mouth is fixed and he's cutting promos, maybe they'll start paying attention to him a little more. Well, I, would they exchange Christmas gifts though with Cesaro? Oh, that was Cesaro. great. But his, but great. his, his, uh, you know, but he's not, he's not quite there yet because uh, yeah. with his mouthpiece yeah. or whatever he's got going. Well, on. the mouthpiece is out now. He cut a promo on Monday. Okay, uh, where he doesn't have it anymore. So I think he's finally, I think he's finally good to talk and, and not have the mouthpiece in. Um, we talked about the new day because I mean, how can you not? Every year you're going to talk about the new day. Yeah, great matches every this year. year. Um, yeah. You know, Xavier Woods being more, I think, more part of the team than he has been in the past. Yeah. Uh, which and the matches were great. Yeah. And a couple of reigns for him. Without a doubt. Um, a couple of th- groups from uh, NXT deserve some recognition as well. The Authors of Pain. Those guys uh, have had had a hell of a year. They improved greatly as the year went on. Their, Their matches, matches got have, better. Have been a lot better. The authors I've seen. The Authors of NXT. Pain are who they wanted the Ascension to be. 
That's 100% how they come across to me. <laughs> they wanted them to be these dangerous, big, mean monsters. And uh, they ended up with the Authors of Pain. And you know what? I'm fine with it. Um, sanity. Sanity is fantastic. Uh, I, whatever variation they're using, I love. Killian Dane is great. Uh, um, Alexander Wolf is great. Alexander Wolf blows me away sometimes how strong he is because he's not that he's a tall dude, but he's not like jacked or anything. And watching some of the stuff he does, you're just like, holy crap! It does. I think we saw him German suplex the authors of pain, and you're just like, what? <laughs> That's like suplexing a Buick, you know. But um, there's some great stuff. And Eric Young, I mean, he's a veteran, he's yeah. he's he's plays that role wonderfully and I mean Nikki Cross is part of it but the whole group is wonderful and I really feel like in a short time the undisputed era has become something awesome on NXT I um, mean you know, right now Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are the tag team champions spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet. it did happen a little while ago but I'm just telling you um I, I, I kind of feel bad for like the revival oh yeah I do too uh, um, I do because, too because of this the injury bug and stuff and so well maybe, the injury bug and now they're back nothing's going on no. they've been on TV once since no. they came back yeah yeah and I mean it's it'd be them Gallows and Anderson I mean, uh, Brizango. I mean, Brizango at least had the segments for yeah, fun. Yeah, because you didn't see you know? Russell, but I mean, now they're getting their butts kicked you know, every week by Slater and Rhino. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, Slater and Rhino aren't doing anything. Uh, and they're a fun tag team. I'm not saying they're top tier, but they're a fun tag team. But, but, the, but the tag team wrestling has, in the last couple of years, especially yeah. this year, oh, yeah. stepped up. In There's a bunch of tag teams now, and I love yeah. it. I love it. And some of them do seem like random pairings. But you know what? I'm okay with that because random pairings are... are that that works. Aiden English and Rusev. Yeah, I mean uh, Gable and Benjamin. I mean yeah. you know American Alpha 2.0, whatever you want to call them. They, I mean they're a good team. They still haven't quite made it to that next level. They're they're close because I I, I think the, I think the heel portion of them. Uh, and, and it's nice to see Gable like, yeah. finally like oh he's got personality. Yeah yeah yeah. Cause, they're, cause, you know it's, well see he had per- and again he had personality in NXT and then they get to the WWE main roster yeah and he's not showing it. Because cause they were pretty bland as the American Alpha. They yeah, put on they great were. matches, but... Well, like, and Jordan Ooh. always was kind of bland. Gable was the entertainment value, and Gable was great. He had he had this the towel that said his name on it, and so like he, for weeks, was trying to force Jason Jordan to say his dumb caps phrase of, we're ready, we're willing, and we're... And he tried to force Jordan, and Jordan was like, no, no. And he was like, because <laughs> you know, he wanted him to say Gable, yeah. you know what I mean? And he tried for weeks to get him to say it. And that was just his thing, and he was corny, and he was funny, and I loved him. And then they got to the main roster and just lost most of it, you know. And they were still great; they were still a good tag team, but they just didn't have the charisma anymore. Um, you know, Ambrose and uh, Rollins for the while yeah. until uh, Ambrose got hurt. But yeah. uh, but man, the good matches. But the tag team of the year—you'll notice there's one we haven't brought up yet that I'm sure all of you have thought of at this point: the Usos. Yeah. That day uh, one ish. You can't. There's wow. no getting around how good they've been all year long. I, I, you know, I, I, cause like for a while you're just kind of like, oh, I don't know. And then they got that, the, the heel attitudes. Yeah. Great, you know, great uh, up, update of their, of the characters and it fits them. This, it, this has been the year of the Oos. Yeah. It has been fantastic. Oh, it was fantastic. Those guys had a hell of a year and we should never do that again. No. Um, but their promos were great. Their, yeah. their matches were great. And not, and not just with the New Day. No, with almost everybody they stepped in the ring with, they brought yeah, it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 didn't what, they have a great match with them? I'm trying to remember. It might have been on SmackDown well, or something. American Alpha, they had a great match. Right, right. But that's not that surprising. But, I mean, it was, it was, like, it was a team. It was a team that I didn't expect. I'm trying to remember who it was. It was kind of a rumble, tum- like just a random team. Well, they've been fighting a lot of people because they had the match. I mean, they had a really good match with Aiden English and Rusev. Yep. Um, but it was earlier. I want to say it was earlier this year, and they had a match with I can't remember who it is, but I remember them having a match. Then I'm just blown. Away. I'm like, really? You got a good match with this? Like, it was it was just really impressive to well, me. Well, because because I thought the American Alpha match was I thought that was the one where with um, was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was. And then they had the, the Slater uh, Rhino match back when um, that was going on. I think too. Um, right. Before those guys kind of. You know, got traded to Raw or whatever else. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, most improved is up next for the most improved wrestler of the year. Lots of names we threw around for this one. Lots of Man, names. So um, we we one that Dave was really big on doing was the Miz. Uh, he thinks Miz has, has really had a hell of a year as far as getting better. I I just disagreed that I didn't think he was getting better. I thought that he was because he's been doing it for a while. I feel like he just goes through these patches of the creative caring. You know, maybe that maybe that's a portion of it, but uh, but you know, because maybe the matches, well, the matches I thought were pretty good this year. Yeah, his matches were good, and he had the Miz Taraj. Yep, and uh, you know, and I thought even though not a great match, 
but he was his character was outstanding in the yeah, WrestleMania was, match. He did amazing. With, with Cena and, and the, the Bella and Maurice and everything. He did amazing. Um, another one from NXT that I like a lot, Velveteen Dream. Um, I think that guy's character in a very short time has grown a lot, and he's gotten just amazingly better uh, much quicker than I expected, uh, so good for him. Um, a, a guy who I actually did not care for at all in NXT and has won me over on the main roster, Elias. Wow, because um, yeah. when he first came out, I was like, I, eh. the drifter thing, it's like, okay, I, I kind of get I this. I actually really hoped and... that he wouldn't say a word for months and months yeah, and months. Yeah, that, that's what I thought I just wanted him to walk by yeah, all yeah. the time. That's all I wanted. And then they did it. I was like, oh. But I've liked what they've done since then. Like, don't get me wrong, he's going for cheap booze and everything. But that's fine. I'm okay with that. And then he has good matches. Yeah, the matches have been, has been good. I think it's the Finn Balor matches. I think that kind of helped a little bit. The Roman could, Reigns one was good. That was good, too. Yeah. Until, yeah. You know, and so it's like, all right, guys, you look, you're talking about a guy who's relatively newer in Elias Sampson and Roman Reigns. They had a good match. The Cena match. We got to give guys credit somewhere. The Cena match yeah. was good. You know, yeah. so, I mean, come on, guys. At, at some point, you got to start giving people credit. And, and, and a lot, you know, the interrupting thing. And, 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 and that's great. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, another one for most improved that we thought about was Alexa. Alexa Bliss. She has really stepped into her role. Amazing. Uh, I, I think her match has been great. The Bailey matches, the Sasha matches. Uh, you know the Charlotte match. You know maybe not the best match of of her year. No, that cause, one's cause weird the size because difference. yeah, the size difference is so strange. Yeah. That one's so because I never realized she was there. like tiny until like you put them together. Oh well, like, they call Whoa. her five feet of fury yeah. for a reason, <laughs> and Charlotte's like nine foot three. Yeah. Um, so it's it was weird, and that match could have worked, but it needed to work differently. I feel like. Because Alexa shouldn't be the one on offense most of the time. It should be Alexa looking for cheap ways to get ahead of Charlotte, because it's the only way I'm going to buy her being able to beat her. And because like that, that yeah. size difference and how good we know Charlotte is, you know, it's like what do they say? You can't teach big. Yeah. You know, at a certain point, that's going to make a difference. I, I don't think we're also getting credit to Naomi. Um, who's, Naomi, she missed a portion of the year. Yeah, she had the um, injury. But, and she definitely did well. But I, I, I don't know if 2017 was so much her growth year as 16 was. But I, I think she well, she seems to get better like responses now. Like I think people take her more seriously, other than right, just being a person right. that's just going to put her butt in your face for a. I mean, she move. does that, but but I mean, well, Oscar does that move too. So. She does it better, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but our most improved, the person we landed on finally for most improved, is a name you've heard previously on this list. You want to yell it? Braun. How could it be anybody but him? How could it be anybody but Braun? If you told me two years ago that this guy was going to have an amazing 2017, yeah. I would say, like, no way. This no, guy, I remember a- I remember when he debuted for the Wyatts. Yeah. And he looked like um, the guy from Revenge of the Nerds. Ogre, is that who Ogre, it was? Ogre, yes. Yeah. Looked like that's, Ogre that's from Revenge was, yeah. of the Nerds. As soon as I saw him, all I heard was him yelling, nerds. <laughs> and I, I was a running joke for me for a while. I couldn't get away from it. And he wasn't great in the Wyatt family. I mean, he fit the no. role fine as far as just being a big and menacing dude. And they protected him pretty well, which was good. Um, but yeah, and they since, almost went with Brock. Remember that? Like, was yeah. that the initial thing they were going to do with The Undertaker? And- yeah. Since, they, since they, they, he separated him from the Wyatt family, he has been literally every single week striding forward. They put a new challenge in front of him as far as carrying a segment, talking on the mic, having a match, being in bigger matches, being in main events, being in multi-man matches. And in every single situation, he has not only been able to rise to the occasion, he's surpassed what you expected. This dude has become so good. so fa- I seriously think he might go down in history as one of the best big men ever. Yeah, yeah. Right now he's getting he's so good so yeah, fast. Yeah, he, it's, it's for what he's been wrestling for three years. Yeah, he's like the big man equivalent at this point for catching on so quickly. Yeah. he's like the big man equivalent to like Kurt Angle, you know, because Kurt Angle came in and caught on so fast, and within the first within the first few years, you were like, "Well, this guy's just one of the best," you know. Yeah, yeah. And now it feels that way with Braun. You're like, he's catching on so fast. How could he be anything but one of the best long term? And, and, and the matches, I mean, the the Brock loss hurt a little bit because it was the one F five. It's the one F five. That's the only thing yeah. I didn't like. The you, one you know, thing. Because eventually somebody's going to kick out of that. We know that's coming. But uh, but the but the you know even like Monday night, you know, gets Rhino and Slater and stuff. And Rhino's yeah. a big guy. Yeah, you know, you know. Rhino a little dude. <laughs> I loved. He gets out of the ring, he grabs the mic, he goes, "You got two options. You get off the airport and shut your mouth, or you get out here and take these hands like your partner." And he beat the bejesus out of both of them. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's one of the few dudes. That you look at and believe his character. Yes, you like you don't see 
the guy playing Braun Strowman. No, no, you because see, I see that guy, and I don't like that guy. I like the guy. That's you see, this guy. well, it's like a million other. There's, there's tons of people on television that they're on on wrestling that we see, and that's how we see it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, you see the guy, and it's hard to see past that into his character. The dude had a Tinder account, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> what I, could you imagine, just, I, I imagine him swiping right, and he <laughs> just throws the phone across the room. Well, I hope that one works out. Um, he. He's just, I don't know, he's so good. Yeah, I mean, so the good. Fatal 4-Way match, he was the star of that match. He had a great feud with Roman Reigns. Yeah, the big show matches. He got the good. big show matches. Yeah. The Fatal 4-Way. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the dude went out there and delivered every single time. The Was it uh, the TLC match? I mean, because he, he was great, and then he gets thrown into the, uh, the, dumpster, the, yeah. the, the uh, garbage truck. Yeah, that match kind of sucked, but that wasn't his fault. That was... That was just bad idea overall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he said he had to get hit by an ambulance, or, or uh, he had the uh, yeah got thrown in the garbage truck. It was so funny because I had I had visions in my head, remembrances. It might have been TLC previously when that happened. I don't remember when they had CM Punk versus the Shield in a three on one oh, match, yeah. which equates to the same thing three on five, three on five, three on yeah. one. You know, and it's kind of the same odds. And um, it's and they they kept telling uh, at least Punk's side of the story was they were like, okay, you're gonna win. But you gotta make Roman look strong. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, then they should beat me." He goes, "No, no, no, you're gonna win." But you gotta make Roman. Yeah. And it was like, so I had the same vibe on this one. It was like, okay, so see, Ro- they were telling the, the Shield, "Hey, you guys are gonna win." Yeah. But you gotta make Braun look strong. <laughs> you know? And it was like I had that same kind of vision in my head. But uh, again, Braun is just—I mean, he came back from his magical trash dumpster golem thing that happened, which <laughs> thankfully didn't last very long. I was no. really afraid he was just going to show up randomly in garbage trucks all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. I was terrified that was going to be a new thing. Luckily, it was not, and he is still back to being a beast. I yeah. love it. Love it. Yeah, it's weird because it maybe, and the the plan is you could not have him in the rumble. Because if he's in the Rumble, you're going you to want to assume to he's going to win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe that, that's to, okay, we're going to put him in this match with, yeah. with Kane, and which I think is going to be a great match, you know, with Kane and Brock. Kane's been around long enough he should be able to help a little bit with this. You know what? I'm not I'm not going to undersell it. I like it's, it's Braun who's been stepping up every single time. Kane's a veteran and you got Brock who delivers just about every single time he's yeah. in the ring. So I'm going to I'm going to go with, you know, I'm I'm tentatively hopeful for the for this match and how good it's going to be. Which you know when it was announced, I was kind of like, mm. you know, but I think it might be better than we think. So most improved of the year, Braun Strowman, yes. and that brings us to our top two of the year, our top two awards: uh, Women's Wrestler of the Year and Men's Wrestler of the Year. And before we get to those, we want to bring up a couple of things that we didn't care for this year. Yeah, let's take a little segue off into this land, and we decided we had to come up with a name for these awards. <laughs> and these aren't specific; they're just generalized awards we're going to hand out to things we didn't like. And we were like, hmm, what's something that every wrestling fan can kind of uh, connect to hating? Uh, Vince Russo. Okay, all right, so that's good. So we'll call these the Russies. Yeah. Okay, the Russies. And uh, let me tell you, we had some th- ideas to throw around here. And I'm going to throw my first one out there right away because we both decided we were both going to do two. Uh, we have separate ones for this because they're not quite – it's not as important that we agree on these. Um I'm going to throw my first one out there right now. Dave's not going to like it. Jinder Mahal. Jinder oh! Mahal gets a Rusi. So I meant to mention it for like one of the most improved. No. So. Jinder Mahal gets a Rusi, <laughs> and I hope he chokes on it. I hate that guy. I will say that I'm hoping 2018 is better for him. Um, it looks like he's now in the, the U.S. title range, which I, I think you. is way better for him. Way better. Stay away from the world title. You go sit down at the U.S. title where you belong. <laughs> Like, he just, his promos got no better all year. His matches didn't get better. The only time he had good matches was when he's in there with AJ Styles. Those matches who, were good. Yeah, when he was with AJ Styles, <laughs> who could wrestle. They have that thing in Japan, the, the blow-up sex doll. He he could wrestle that wow. thing and have a good match. Well, Kenny Omega yeah, wrestled that thing well, and had a good yeah, match. Yeah, I saw Kenny Omega do that, yeah. Yeah, so my point being, AJ Styles could make that look good. Uh, if he can make that look good, he can make gender look good, barely. Um, and those those were good matches for Jinder. I'll give him that. He has those under his belt, but he has no more outside of that. All right, for me, it was the Kevin Owens reign, the title reign, because I thought they – This is your first one. Yeah, I thought okay. they wussified his character a lot. Now, he was great after the friendship of Jericho, like, ended and in, in, in that – and um, but I I thought like the, the whole Goldberg thing because I think oh we're gonna get a match yeah we, we could yeah. finally see this and it was so frustrating how they treated see, him. I liked it I, I liked that match I didn't like the whole reign I liked that match because I was like 
There's no reason he should struggle with Kevin Owens. He shouldn't. Be, being how they're building Goldberg, he shouldn't struggle at all. And actually, Kevin Owens stymied him for a very brief moment. Well, but, that's because uh, he sat there for two minutes because you're like, okay, well, he's not going to get compl- you know, destroyed immediately. That was Kevin Owens' thing. That was Kevin Owens' thing. And uh, I, but I dug it. I thought it was funny. I was like, uh, you know, I was like, I'm into this. But again, given where her, his reign was going, it makes sense that they did it that way because it wasn't taken seriously. No, and that, but know? and that frustrated me though because it's like, but you have, you know, because I thought maybe initially, the, you know, I thought it's gonna be, oh, it's gonna be Jericho and, and Owens, maybe Jericho would win the Rumble or something, and they would have this, and then once he intensified himself, he became to me like a better character, and and he's been this, he's and he's been a, he's been one of the MVPs on SmackDown. Uh, for the last uh, few months and stuff. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, okay, so I'll move on to my second one, my second Roosie. And I'm going to give this out to Bray Wyatt and Sister Abigail. Because, God, that was awful. It was so bad. Like, the whole premise. First of all, I'm going with it for the whole year. The the, the House of Horrors thing or whatever he oh. did with Randy Orton. With the whole Randy Orton goes the and he burns down great the... When he, when he won the title. And then everything after that was just... And the Sister Abigail nonsense when we got to Finn Balor was so dumb. I hate to say this. I was thrilled that Bray got sick yeah, with the yeah. mumps or the measles or the whatever he had. Meningitis was Meningi- it? Meningitis. I don't know. Mump, mumpingitis. Whatever he had. I don't care if it was German herpes. Whatever it was. I'm glad he was out for a while. And they scrapped that Sister Abigail thing because it was set up to be so Bad. Was he going to come out and drag? I mean, what was that's the way it yeah. seems. That's the way it seems. That's how he was going to perform. And I'm like, no, you know. But if you're going to go there, go full bore. You put him in a dress. Like I want to see him in a prom dress. I want to see this be ridiculous at this point. But I'm just glad that they killed it and just let it go because there there was no saving that. He, he needs a character rebirth at this point. Yeah, because uh, he needs to go away for a while. Because because well, Rusev has had a rebirth. Yeah, but 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 that something they need to figure out something with Wyatt right now. Because I mean, other, now maybe the broken the Woken thing with Hardy will, will work something with that. Maybe we'll see. Because um, he, he did have a different expression. I never seen him really show fear before, and he kind of yeah. showed that on yeah. Monday night. Maybe I, I still feel like maybe he should lose to Matt and then just go away for a bit. Give him a break. Let him go away. And I'd give him an extended break. I mean, I'm not talking he has to be gone for a year or anything like that. But I'd have him gone for a while. Come because back Husky Harris. He, he, no. <laughs> he can come back as Bray, but like at that point, people will have been... It's, it's always you let him go long enough and people are thrilled to see you back. Yeah. And they get excited that you're back. And so you can come back with some hype and everything and kind of restart where you were at. And I think that's what they need to do. He needs a break. So Bray Wyatt and Sister Abigail is my Brucey. My other one is um, this was the night after AJ Styles and Finn Balor had an amazing match, yep. outstanding match. Yep. And then the very next night, Finn Balor fights Kane and gets destroyed. And yeah. it was frustrating because because I, I thought initially you know the talk was it's going to be Finn Balor and Brock at the Rumble, right? And I thought, oh, this is going to be great. I'm gonna, you know you know I mean the mismatch is there because I kind of sometimes didn't like the AJ Styles mm-hmm. Brock match, but you know I wanted to see Finn. Step up and get this opportunity, and he got destroyed by Kane. I mean, he if came back who- after that, and you know, but it didn't matter because again, that one visual was like, why did he lose? Why? Yeah. Why? And I mean, you kind of get it because they were trying to use Kane for something, but but, but there were so s- many other guys you could have cu- crushed. Bring Kurt Hawkins out. Yeah, that's what oh, he I mean, does. Just sitting in the back. That's what he does. Have him beat Apollo Cruz. Yeah. Have him beat Titus O'Neil and Apollo Cruz. Yeah, and now they're like, well, Finn lost his momentum or whatever they're talking about backstage, and, and so it's like, let's let's go with. Well, Braun in, fa- and- in fairness, let's let's go ahead and throw this out there. The internet is saying that's what they're saying yeah. backstage, and the internet has a habit of saying a lot of things that are nonsense. Um, so I don't know if that's true or not. I hope it's not true. I'm hoping this whole Bullet Club thing is kind of a uh, a, a new way for his character to go. Uh, you, you know what? You know what? One of the highlights for me is, is stables. We got stables back this year. Yeah, I'd like a, to a, see this will be a new stable if it works. You know what I'd like to see is take um take a team from SmackDown at some point and bring them over to Raw. One of the better teams, right? And bring over Gallows and Anderson and Finn to SmackDown. Ooh. And let them be heels to feud with AJ Styles. I think that would, for me, that would be that'd be gold right there. And those guys can fight the Usos and uh, exactly, exactly. And we could see them finally. Oh wait, they can wrestle. No, no, no. Now you're just being crazy. Now you're just being crazy. <laughs> no, but in any event, I agree with you. I think that was uh, that was very frustrating. Well, that, so, because like uh, you know, because like one of the things this year a highlight for me was Xavier Woods. Now to yeah. me, like. I didn't know the dude could wrestle like he did, and, and I know. And off, off, Mike, you told me that like he was great. And, and, and well, I'll tell you on, Mike, he was great, Dave. He was already great. 
He was been around for a long time. But you never saw that with the New Day until this year. You didn't really get to see a lot of it. That's true. No, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, oh my gosh, he had all this in him. Like, who knew? I mean, a lot of us, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I do agree with you about uh, your point about Finn and everything. Um, okay, so we'll go ahead and go on to uh, women's wrestler and men's wrestler of the year. And we're going to do uh, women's wrestler first, not because they are less than. No. Simply because that's how it is on my list. Um, the Women's Wrestler of the Year. We did have a couple of ones we talked about. I feel like it kind of came down to two, though. It came down to Asuka, who Dave's not as familiar with her NXT stuff. He's seen some, but not yeah, I, all of it. I watched her matches and stuff, yeah. And, but I watched her throughout her tenure in NXT. Amazing. Amazing. On the main roster, hasn't burned down the house yet, but no. I feel like we're building to that. And I don't feel like that barn burner is going to be against... Alexa Bliss. No, no, we kind of had that example on on Monday. I I think they've. I think when we get to, soon. I think when we get to Sasha, when we get to Bailey, when we get to some of the other you know standouts yeah. on the roster, I think then we start seeing her having yeah, the big matches. I, you know, and um, I I think it's one of those things where it, and for for some of the ladies, you know, it wasn't a great year for Sasha. I thought right. it was weird. Bailey, of course, yeah, uh, on and off, and she got hurt. And yeah, it was just it was so weird. Yeah. Um, Charlotte had a decent year. Yeah, uh, and I and she did. She actually Charlotte did have a decent year. Um, I'm happy for Natalia. Natalia had a decent year. I've never liked. I've never really liked Natalia. I I can't stand her by and large. But she did have a pretty good year. Naomi had a decent a decent year. Yeah, uh, but Becky um, Lynch is consistent. Becky Lynch is consistent, but the the creative behind her has been really bad. That and that's been frustrating. I'm hoping she's going to turn around now that she's back. Yeah, and she came back with a nice vengeance on Tuesday. Yeah, I liked it, like yeah. the fire and everything. Um, but we had to give women's wrestlers to the woman who's consistently performing up to her spot uh, all year long, even beyond. I think it's yeah. Cases. Uh, Alexa Bliss. I mean, we've talked about her already for a fair amount, so I mean, we don't have to rehash this too much. But she has uh, she has stepped up. She has carried that division on her back. The matches against Bailey, uh, Bailey didn't look great. Alexa did the Sasha match. I the Sasha was match was good. Yeah, the Sasha yeah. match was really good. Um, she's had some really good matches. She's her character. She's really into her character, uh, and she makes it work. And you know, she's just I, I didn't love everything she did. You know, obviously the Bailey stuff, you know, those were okay. Tier yeah, by and yeah. large, um, I, I dug her stuff with uh, Mickey James. Yes, um, that yes. was good. Even though the biscuit butt stuff and all that was just kind of dumb, but that, that's uh, creative. That's not. Yeah, right. that's but, but even um, you know, but her, like what do women fight over? The yeah, butts. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh, like but her nice. defeating the what chances? So. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. She's great that on the mic. Great. She yep. is great on the mic, yep. which is which is hard because because there's some girls who, who do good jobs on the mic, and uh, she is, I think, f- f- right now she's at the top of that list. She's definitely one of the best on that list right now. Yeah. Um, there's other ones who are really good. They just haven't had a chance to really do anything with it. Like uh, Becky Lynch can cut great promos. Yeah. She just hasn't really had a chance to do anything yeah. with it. Uh, Natalia's promo after she lost um, the title, the Charlotte. Yeah, yep, yep, uh, but that yep. was like, I was like, where's that been? Like, where has that been in her? Yep. Um, I mean, so there's been good stuff out there, but again, I think Alexa Bliss is the far and away winner. And then men's wrestler of the year. Dramatic pause long enough. Yeah. Is that good? Uh, <laughs> again, we talked about several names, and uh, I feel like um, I feel like there can only be uh, there can only be one person. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. Yep. Is not it. He's yeah. not the wrestler of the year. <laughs> um, he he had a good year. He had a good year aside from catching mumpingitis or whatever he had. Um, it was it was. You know, what, they, what did I say? It was it some butt flu or something like that. Or whatever, <laughs> what we called it earlier this year. Um, whatever he had, it was uh, not great. And uh, but he had a pretty good year. He had some great matches. Match with Cena was good. Match with Cena was really good. Match with Braun were really good. Match with Cesaro was really good. Match. I mean, he's had some great matches this year. The Undertaker match. No, terrible no, garbage. No, yeah. Hot garbage. Yeah. But yeah. a good portion of that was due to the Undertaker being able to do so little. Yeah. That was a that was a good portion of that. I, mean, as I, know, well. I know it's the passing of the torch, but uh, but that ish. Yeah, that's how I feel. About that. <laughs> um, and uh, another some other guys who've had a good year. I mean, I think in NXT, Drew McIntyre had a hell of a year, um, becoming the champion of the comeback. Yeah. I mean, he had a hell of a year. Uh, you know, in NXT, you had Shinsuke Nakamura had a good year before he jumped up to the main roster, which I mean was kind of near the end of last year or whatever. But yeah, um, but even on the main roster, Shinsuke's done fairly well so far. Uh, you had other guys who had really good years. I mean. A lot of see a lot of the people I point to that were having really great years though. Some of them were tag teams. Some of you know what I mean. Because yeah, like I don't and I don't and I want to see 
Seth Rollins do better? I mean, I'd say yeah. he was terrible, but well, he's had great years previously. But but like this was not like you know for guys that are big names, right? He, he was right. not impressive. I mean, Randy Brock Orton, Lesnar when he was there had a great year. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, he did good. Randy Orton, uh, Randy not Orton, so much. Uh, no, no. John Cena when he was there was really good. Yeah. Um, great matches this year. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I mean Braun, of course. I mean, again, you have to make an argument for Braun just because of how well he's been handled and how much he's yeah. stepped up and everything and how he's delivered. Um, but I think it really came down to two people at the end of the year. And one of those people was The Miz. Uh, I did see, I think Rolling Stone picked them for his for their superstar yeah. of the year. Um, and I, it's a hard argument. It's hard to fight against. The dude has been great. You know, there's been times where... And I think maybe the you know the the matches I don't see like he's got like the heat in the matches all the time because sometimes he does it depends on the crowd I think you WrestleMania he was great and some of those other matches now with with the Miz Tarach, he he's he's definitely is the top heel in wrestling at this moment and I and I'm actually looking forward to him coming back next week I, I almost thought it was like too soon yeah I kind of did too. What's a bummer is I kind of wanted it to be going longer because I wanted the Miz Taraj to officially become like Elias people like Elias followers yeah and then the Miz comes back and they're not with him. You know, you know, and then it's kind of a weird power struggle there. Yeah. Um. But either way, I, I am happy oh, he's coming back. He had a he had a hell of a year. He had yeah. a hell of a year. But I think I just for our money, the guy who had the best year, who was consistently the best overall, no matter where you put him, what he was doing, whatever. AJ Styles. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how do you not how do you not see that in AJ Styles? Should we run down the list of great matches? John Cena, the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah. Got a great match out of Shane McMahon. Got a couple of good matches, or really good matches out of Jinder Mahal. Yeah. I mean, that by itself right there. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, he's had, I mean, just in these last couple weeks, really good matches with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You know, I mean, this dude, put him in there with whoever you want. He's yeah. going to, what was it? Lennon said, um, uh, I'm an artist. You give me a tuba, I'll get you something out of it. Right? Well, he's That's what AJ that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that expression. AJ Styles is 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 exactly that. He's an artist. You give him a tuba. He's wrestled some tubas, and he got you something out of it. And yeah. that's how that's how AJ's been all year long, and that's how AJ is. For my money, still, still, I don't care if we're talking in this company or any company anywhere. AJ Styles is the best wrestler on this planet. Even the match with Baron Co- Corbin, the uh, the rematch for the yeah. US title, where where it's like. I, d- I did expect uh, you know him to go uh, Baron to go over in that right. And it's like wow, and uh, but it was, that was a great match. Yeah, but again, I think um, it's 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 just been a hell of a year for him. Which by the way shows us how much like Baron Corbin meant to us. Is the first time we mentioned him all hour. <laughs> yeah, he just mm, it's been an up and down year for him. Yeah, it's been a, is this an hour long really? <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably close to if not already. Okay, well, I think that does it for our uh, our awards. Let us know what you think. Again, contact us at ESPR at FM99.com. That's the easiest way to do it. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ESPR99. Twitter at ESPR. No. Yeah, Twitter at yeah. ESPR99. Um, and just let us know. We want to know who you think. What did you think of our picks? Would you have chosen somebody differently? And Roosies. We want to know who you would give a Roosie <laughs> to. Tell us which what one thing, person, match, whatever, you would give a Roosie to from the year let us know we want to hear from you we will go over some of those next week it almost sounds like we're saying rusev like, it does but it, we're not but no because it's rusev not. day and which That's is a good right. thing rusev is a good thing rusev Rus- is a good thing rusi is not um so let's just let's separate those two in our minds put them in compartments and compartmentalize everything um but again so that's episode 27 in the books we'll be back in episode next week with episode 28 good god uh, and we're still a few weeks out from the Royal Rumble, so yeah. we'll talk some Raw, talk some SmackDown, and we'll come up with some other topics. Again, if you have something you'd like us to talk about, feel free to send it our way. If you'd like us to review something, maybe something from the past, talk about something, you're a topic you're just interested in our opinion on or whatever, let us know. Get in touch with us. So until uh, next week, I'm getting ready to go home, do me a little eating, a little sleeping. We just did the podcasting. Next week, we'll repeat.